platforms, DoorDoorNYC, Instagram, and um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all of the good ones. I am here to talk to you today about quiet time and processing some deep, painful wounds in solitude because it's something I'm really bad at. I am quite a communicator. I like to communicate with people, whether it's in writing and speaking or um, singing <laughs> this, this podcast. I like to process things in different forms of um, communications. And it's the only way that I get to find some sort of resolutions within me or come to conclusions, process things, over-process them sometimes. And in order to find some sort of peace within myself. And it's, it's pretty gruesome and long and difficult. And yes, I, I tend to overthink. And I think I sometimes extend processes longer than they should because of how much I want to learn from them and evolve from them and experience them and, and kind of figure out where I stand after the fact. And I do seem to notice that with every situation throughout my life, it has elevated me to become a better version of who I am or capable of being and it's not linear and it's gradual and it's volatile sometimes but it's possible and it does have some really great effects if you look at them in hindsight at the moment that it's happening it feels like I am pretty consumed so fast forward to the past couple of years, actually. I've, I've been through a lot, and we all have. But outside of the pandemic, and probably even a few months prior to the pandemic, I have experienced a lot of different accidents, incidents, coincidences, <laughs> and circumstances that are very difficult. And each on its own is difficult and manageable, but the bulk of them kind of coming together at exactly the same time 
is too much for one person to bear. And it would be one thing if it happened and then there's a few months break and then another thing happens, a few months break and so on. But in that case, they just kept coming and things just kept piling up and it felt like there's no way to break the cycle. And it's been going on for a long time. And I think for the most part, I managed a lot of it for a very long time that it almost seemed like I could manage anything. And I was very proud of myself for not breaking and or falling apart and sustaining my strength and composure. And even if I didn't, I would regain it back up as fast as possible and just roll with the punches. But as somebody once said to me, you can't catch a break. Um, I, it felt like there's no way to catch a break. And for a long time I was struggling with that because it felt like this dark cloud above me. Like the Bible once had a story about the seven cows you know, there were the seven healthy cows and the seven very thin, fragile cows, and that represented seven bad years falling by seven good years, or quite the opposite, I'm not sure. But it, it just felt like it's never-ending. And it's not like there weren't moments of beautiful, happiness, joyful situations, but there was always something in the background that made for a lot of difficulties to process life in general. But I persevered and I was okay for the most part um, until I wasn't. And I think we all have breaking points. And I am not sure if I am weaker than other people or stronger than other people. But the circumstances I was presented with after those two years and then starting in two thousand. And 21 from January with a loss of, of a close family member, sudden loss, um, to many other losses throughout the four to five months of the year. I just couldn't handle it anymore. So it wasn't one thing that made me break. It was a ripple effect of so many things that I tried to kind of juggle. It's almost like you're standing there with a few balls in the air um, and they all fell down at one point in, in one time. And that was very new feeling for me, that feeling of helplessness and hopelessness. And for the first time in, in, in probably a long time, I just couldn't handle anything, even the smallest thing. I just dropped every little situation and issue that was presented, and I became... I don't know if the word is numb. I was just in so much pain from everything 
that I just couldn't face life. And it's a very scary thing and feeling for somebody who pretty much enjoy living, uh, even with the difficulties. But I do enjoy life and or want to make the best out of what I got. And it was scary and it was new and it was unfamiliar. And I found myself asking for help. A lot of it. From many people that I normally would want to be there for and not ask for help from. And some because they were in bad situations themselves. And I don't want to be a burden, obviously. But I did. I plain out loud screamed, help me. I don't know how to handle this. And between therapy and friends and support system, they kind of shaped its form really fast and quite surprising because I I didn't expect it. I, I honestly didn't even believe they, they would be there for me in that capacity and that um, with that much kindness and empathy. Gosh, I learned a lot about that. That I just took it all wherever it came from, however it happened, and apologized for unloading, but I just needed to unload everything that was harboring for probably a long time. It just all came out gushing. And they listened, and they held my hand, and they loved me and probably felt sorry for me, um, but didn't judge me in any shape or form and in every turn that I made and in every mistake that I made in every moment of weakness. And they celebrated the small steps and moments of strength. And some of them are very, 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 very close people to me. And some of them are not as close and probably in some ways would be considered strangers, but they became family. And it was all amazing and beyond helpful. I'll never forget every single person and conversation and situation. Some that I probably would like to forget, but existed. And I felt like humanity is beautiful again. And that in times where you feel so alone and broken and incapable of supporting yourself, and especially for somebody who always thrived on the fact that she's very capable of supporting herself and very capable of not needing to depend on anyone and not wanting to depend on anyone. I was 
codependent on the support of others because otherwise I just didn't seem to be able to exist. And that was amazing to have and something I will always cherish. But what happened next was very surprising as well. This whole process has been very surprising to me because I learned a lot about myself. The stronger I got, which took time, and the better I felt, and the more resolved I was, and the more I accepted things for what they are, and or didn't let them drown me in the same way, the more I needed to disconnect from the same people that held my hand throughout this whole process. And it wasn't intentional, and it wasn't malicious, obviously. And it wasn't because I couldn't handle them or because they did anything wrong. It was because I needed to stop sharing. And it took me a while to understand why I'm kind of taking a step back from all these people. And I, I realized that sometimes after gushing all of those feelings out and feeling empty and maybe cleansed and a mix of it probably and some healed, healing in the process, you kind of need to sit in silence for a little bit and understand what you've just been through. And or not even understand, not even think about it. Just be. And since the connections were surrounding so much rawness and pain, those interactions would have brought that pain again and rawness, even if the conversation was never surrounding all of those painful things because it's so new and it's so recent and it's so encompassing that you just you just need to kind of move away from everything you've done so far to take a step back and find yourself again in the process. So the same people that held my hand and loved me in this process are the same people that I kindly asked for some sort of a break from. And it doesn't make sense, and it sounds horrible, and it's painful to me to think that I needed to do that, but it was part of the process, and I can't control it. In order for me to finish this chapter in my life and heal from it all of the last few years. Moving forward, I just needed to disconnect from everything that surrounded this period. And some of these people are the closest to me. It could be my mother, my sister, my aunt, um, even with my therapist, the conversation has shifted and, 
and some of our dear friends that housed me and welcomed me and answered in the middle of the night at any point. And I love each one of them exactly the same way, if not more, than I ever have. But I needed to find silence. And I was asked by a new friend recently if, if life was just silent and if I hadn't encountered any turmoils, which is impossible because it's life, but not as much as I have recently, would I know how to be still and how to enjoy silence and peace? And I was struggling with answering that because my first instinct to say was, I don't think I ever experienced it. Not for a long period of time, but the obvious answer was, I can't wait for that to happen. And that's the truth. And I think if it cannot happen on its own because life is just life and things always happen, and there's always challenges and they come and go and sometimes they're big and sometimes they're small and sometimes they come in masses and sometimes they just sporadically kind of sprinkle and that's okay. For me, I had to start creating silence. I had to start creating peace and creating new ways to embrace the challenges as they come. And it's not easy because some of those challenges have been very, very difficult to deal with. But I just decided to not let them ruin me, look at them for what they are, ask the right questions. Are they affecting me right now? Are they, do they need to be resolved right now? Is the threat immediate? Is there a threat? What are the options presented in this scenario? What can I do to mitigate it? Maybe I can't do anything. Is anything in my control or is it all out of my control? And when I kind of broke it down to those questions, I managed to simplify them in ways that I could take them on, accommodate them, process them, and move forward. And in order to do that, I needed to find silence and to just process on my own. I still write a lot because that's always my go-to. I still um, talk to a therapist because she's, she's been very helpful and amazing in, in the past year and a half or two years now. And... Other than that, I'm trying to divert the conversation of everything that's happening right now in my life to something else. I'm not always succeeding, but I definitely reduced tremendously the processing and over-processing and overthinking it, the many things that happened in the last few months. And... It's been a lot, but I'm slowly finding peace. It's not always there. It's not there constantly, 
but it sprinkles here and there. And when it does, it, it makes me feel good and it gives me hope. And I've always said that hope is the biggest, most amazing thing that can drive you forward. Because hope means that there's an infinity of opportunities, availabilities, and ways of you expanding your horizons, your feelings, your love, your achievements, your higher self, your connection with people, with people you love, new people. And I needed hope. And I got it from needing help. And I am so grateful that I was able to meet amazing gifts, I call them, in my life that wanted to serve that help just because and without conditions. And that was, that was something that touched me very much and I will sure to pay forward as much as I can and to whomever I meet along the way who is in need of help, whether they voice it or hint it or just because. And I'm actively doing that and I will continue to actively do that because I know what it's done for me. So I am faced right now with a new process for me. One, it's um, gentleness. I'm not very gentle with myself. And the other is some quiet from sharing my thoughts and feelings with other people as much as I can and reduce that as much as I can so I can just sit with them with myself because they are mine and for me to part ways with or let go of or love and forgive and I think it's part of this big old idea of acceptance and moving forward. So that was, <laughs> again, an impromptu episode about the things that I'm going through. And I'm lucky to be able to have another platform to share that and kind of throw it out to the world. And if it touches a person or persons or you listening, and even if you disagree, it's, it's perfectly okay and acceptable. But it's my story. And if it relates to your story in any way and we connect on that level, then how beautiful is that? It's another way to have a human connection. And I thrive on them and I love them and I love the feedback I'm getting from many of you. So thank you for that. And with that said, have a beautiful rest of your week and be sure to follow and comment if you'd like and share with the other people and I will come back with the next episode when something comes up to mind. Bye.
and I thank you for being here with me.